0: The Keeneland and Woodbine Saturday and Sunday Graded Stakes edition of the Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added pick'em scorchers where you can win 100 times. That's right, turn 5 into 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away 3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend, and it's free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome everybody to the Notorious O.T.B. brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and folks, as always, it's all good baby baby, oh, it was all a dream, we used to read Blood Horse magazine, I've got my Cuban link on, yes Cuban D, and I'm your host Chase Sesums, the Wolf of Oakland. I got ice all over my body looking like a snowman. snowman, big rocks in the grill dancing like a slow jam, my chain's so heavy I'm walking like an old man, try me you, I wish my chain was that heavy. I just walk like an old man. Anyway, uh, anywho, how's everyone doing today? Uh, I think I mentioned yesterday it's going to be a short week. Uh, normally we do three episodes. Uh, this week this one's going to be the last one for the week. Uh, Wolfie's got to travel. He's got to go to a, a adult get together with his uh wife. That sounds like swinging. That's not what I mean. Um, I work. with his wife out of town. So, no Friday show. But to try to make up for it, we're going to talk not only Saturday graded stakes, we've got a Sunday graded stakes too. That's right. We're going to be talking Keeneland Saturday and Sunday. We're going to be talking Woodbine Saturday. Because Keeneland Saturday, we've got the graded Raven run, plus the Perryville stakes, both on the dirt. At Woodbine on Saturday, we got the grade three Ontario Derby on the synthetic. And then Keeneland on Sunday, we've got the grade three Rude and Riddle do wager stakes on the turf. That's right. We hit the surface trifecta. We've got dirt races, synthetic races, turf races. Uh, we shy away from no uh, ground no type of ground i i I ain't scared of no ground. I never been scared of no ground is what I'm telling you right now. I skipped right over the musings part. I don't really have much to muse about guys uh let's see what's going on what's going on in life I told you going out of town for a work non swingers event that's a big deal uh two oh, let's see had my kids uh you know parent teacher conference today. And uh, they were like, she's wonderful. And I was like, man, I really wanted to find something to to pick on her for. Because she is wonderful. She needs to be picked on. So that was my heart-touching story of my progression into Joe Jackson territory. Um, she's got to get us out of Gary, Indiana, baby. All right, let's go ahead. Let's talk about Keeneland Saturday. Like I said, we've got two graded stakes races. Uh, the first one is going to be the Perryville, which is race six. Post time for this race is going to be three forty Eastern time, two forty God's time, and twelve forty specific time zone. Perryville seven furlong, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's a it's a sprint stakes race. Okay, not graded. Sure. Okay, but you know why I, I like this Perryville race and why. I, I love this time of year and just sprint stakes races in general that happen in this portion of the calendar. Why, why you ask it's because you start to see all of these horses that were on the Derby trail, start to cut back in distance to where they were honestly, probably supposed to be running anyway. If you think about it, some of the sprint divisions, biggest stars recently have fit that profile. uh, Jackie's warrior. That was your BC juvenile favorite. I was singled to Jackie's Warrior going two turns. I'm not a smart man. Um, That became just an all-time, all-timer caliber uh, sprinter. Whitmore? I, I mean, I'm not sure if I've talked about it much on this, but that's my favorite horse of all time. Whitmore, I mean, that old war horse was on the Derby Trail before he just started breaking off sprint wins left and right. Like, how many... How many count fleet count fleets you want? What, like five? Boom. Take them. Break them off. How many hot spring stakes you want? So you have a few of those in this race. Uh one of them is going to be verifying who's already made the cutback move in the H. Allen jerkins and ran a strong second. Uh behind one in Vermillion. Uh, which, you know, had the uh an unfortunate uh, you know, uh, being on Travers Day thing. So that second isn't necessarily as strong as, as you would say because the New York Thunder was was gone um, until that unfortunate breakdown. Uh, then you've also got horses like the two confidence game. This was a Rebel Stakes winner at Oakland Park. Its last appearance, in fact, was going a mile and a quarter in the Kentucky Derby. I could keep going. I'm not going to though. I also love this race because there's a horse I'm very interested in watching. Now I'm not interested in wagering it on it. I'm just interested in seeing it run and watching. Uh it, it's the horse's first attempt at a stakes race. It's the the five, Doctor Venkman, at five to one from Mark Glatt with Johnny V up. Horse won its first two career starts, which it's only had two uh, at Delmar by a combined 10 and three quarter lengths. And it's not like the horse ran it up in one and then only one by like one length in the next note. Both of these were one by five and some change. And the horse might've been geared down a little bit. In fact, the horse hasn't even broken cleanly from the gate yet. Now this is something I brought up with Craig Malkowski a few weeks ago. Uh, Doctor Venkman seven to two put up a one oh two speed figure uh, by Brisnet in the last. I don't know what the buyer is. I'm sure it's high. It might be the highest in this race. Uh, it definitely was on Brisnet. Um, now I'm excited to see Doctor Venkman, but that speed figure is going to take a lot of money. Like I said, I was talking about with Craig, speed figure handicapping it will land you on chalk. And with that in mind, I say I'm excited to see Dr. Venkman, but I'm more excited to bet against Dr. Venkman because I think the money will flow to the dock and that freakish last speed figure, and people will ignore a horse that can easily steal this race on the front. Now, why did I pronounce the word steal just like still? Because that's how I wrote it on my outline because I'm a fucking moron. All right, let's go. I'm going to win bet one horse here. It's a horse, I actually already remember mentioned it's going to be making the cutback. It's the two confidence game. Hey, remember confidence game? Yeah, confidence game was a wise guy horse in the Derby that took some steam on Derby Day, and the last win was two back in the Rebel at Oaklawn. The win at Oaklawn came from off the pace, which isn't how the horse accumulated the other wins. It's more of a gate to wire type that I think is going to benefit big time from this cutback. And I think there's going to be a very soft pace where he could be loose on the lead. It's weird to think that a horse could be loose on the lead in a seven furlong race. But I think the confidence game gets to the front and tries to tries to put them away. And, you know, it could be a drying track after a little bit of rain in the forecast for Keeneland. horse could probably skate on the front end and uh, maybe leave Dr. Venkman in the dust. So while I'm excited to see what Dr. Venkman might be, the win bet in the Perryville is going to be on the two confidence game. Hopefully we build our confidence. Hey, have you lost a little confidence because you already got knocked out of your NFL survivor pool? Well, don't worry. We got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. There is $3,000 up for grabs. Winner take all starts this weekend. So sign up now. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. We are also brought to you by the NFL Gambling Podcast. That's right. We're brought to you by some of ourselves. Uh, The guys over there are doing a review contest. Leave an Apple Podcast review with your favorite TD-related bet for this weekend. Biggest winner gets a $50 SGPN gift card. Make sure to include your YouTube username in the review so we can, can contact the winner. And we are also brought to you by our good friends at Underdog Fantasy. Listen, they got a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced scorchers. Now, spicy, how I just scorchers. Go five for five and pick them scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending their first deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. Their one hundred thousand dollars sundays continues. On underdog fantasy, 10 lucky players will each win $10,000. Plus, I got a spicy play for tonight. That's right, Rashid Shahid. Give me the higher than a half touchdown rushing or receiving in the game. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right, let's get ourselves a little bit of a rehydration interlude. Grats, hit me with the horse, man. Y'all ready? Let's go. Oh, no. Let's go, y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Hey, bite you. That's me doing a, a vocal solo. Guys, what'd you think of that? Probably hated it. All right. Moving on. By the way, I, I don't think I said it. I need to do it. Uh, and if I did it earlier, I, you know, I ruled in my 20s. So my short term memory sucks. Forgive me. But uh, it's the month of October. Happy popping, October. Now just hit me. Just gotta get it in. There's nothing special with popping October, everybody. It's just I like saying the phrase "popping October." Race nine at Keeneland on Saturday, the seven furlong, three hundred fifty thousand dollar Lexus Raven Run Stakes. It's a Grade two. Once again, like I said, on the dirt. This is gonna be a, a chalkier pick that I like to give out uh, as a, as a win bet on the, you know, based on the morning line odds at least but I have a feeling the price goes up here at post time on the horse that I'm picking. There is a very fast horse who breaks to the lead in this race. And that's the favorite, the seven Alva star who is in at two to one. The problem for Alva star is that there's another horse in this race. Dazzling blue and dazzling blue wants to do the same thing. Anytime. If you're a newer handicapper, if you're newer to pace handicapping, remember this, Lone speed, good. Multiple speeds, bad for speed. Because it's not like these horses, it, the The run styles have more to do with the horse's personality. It's like it, it's a it's a part of their personality and how they run. You know, are they uh, an alpha type that needs to lead the pack? Well, then, then they're probably need the lead horse. Well, what happens when you have two horses that need the lead? They're both going to run as hard as they can to poke a head out in front of the other one. The one who wins the duel usually at least hangs on for a little bit, but the other one that needs the lead, once he gets headed, probably going to drop Sink like a stone. Now, if you have a bunch of these horses, all of them running their eyeballs out, that's just a meltdown on the front, and I could see one happening with Alvastar and Dazzling Blue linking up. So I'm going to be win betting the four of Vava at 3-1, to one, I didn't go much further down the board in odds here uh, than than Alva Star, who was two to one. I went with the second choice in this race. Vava's the only horse that might be fast enough to beat one of those two mentioned speeds, uh, Alva Star or Dazzling Blue, uh, even if they both link up and run their eyeballs out. Uh, so I'm going to win bet Vava. I think Vava can stick close enough to this pace to to make a move, uh, especially if it, the pace is as hot as I. Hope it will be. And then I've got a bonus long shot sprinkle here. The three nom de plume 20 to one on the morning line. This is uh, this one's two for three in her career and has improved each out, including a pop with the surface change to turf. Another pop on a surface change, you know, like she did all weather to turf going turf to dirt would maybe be good enough to win here. And I think this horse is intriguing because it's very much a, why WTF are you here? What the WTF are you doing in this race? And I think it's one that you have to bet. So, I mean, it's a sprinkle. If you if you want to bet the Keeneland base amount of one buck, do it. If a sprinkle for you is 100, do it. And if it hits, buy me something nice more chains. I need more gold chains. All right. That's race nine. The Raven run. We're talking win bets on Vava who we're hoping we get some price float from the three to one morning line price. And we hope uh, also maybe get some price float. doesn't get nibbled out too much. Our bonus long shot sprinkle was the three nine to nom to plume at 22 one. Let's head north of the border. Folks. We are talking Woodbine Saturday because Woodbine race nine. They've got the grade three on Ontario, Ontario. Sorry. Um, Actually, you know what? I like that. I sorry if you're listening to me in, in Ontario. I understand how to pronounce the name of your province. However, I just said Ontario and it sounded kind of dope. So I'm going to stick with it. The Ontario Derby. Uh, $150,000 grade three, uh, going a mile and an eighth. It's for three-year-olds. Uh, you're going to see some horses here that are exiting out of the, uh, Canadian triple crown series with the King's plate. Uh, the other one at Fort Erie and the other one that's, uh, back at, uh, Woodbine, uh, somewhere JD Fox is spinning in his grave that I don't know that off the top of my head, but I promise at one time I did know it, uh, you know. Even if the Canadian Triple Crown races are over, there's still great racing up at Woodbine. Um, You get a nice little graded stakes race on the Tapita. And the pace setup here is very much like the Perryville. It should be slow early, and there's a little bit of guesswork at who makes the lead because no one is clear-cut early speedball. No one is clear-cut, needs the lead. Because of that, I think the horse that finds the lead on the rail uh, finds the wire first, more than likely. I see a slow pace where a horse can wire. If I look at the Brisnet track uh, bias info, it's telling me that uh, pretty much the same thing. Uh, early speed, and it says the inside posts are hot. I bet you the inside posts are hot, uh, especially when there's speed drawn in those inside posts. But when there's not, it's a good... Here's a way to work back to who you think the early speed might be when you're in this sort of situation. My best guess was that it was going to be the sixth Velocitor in the Ontario Derby. It's going to be my win bet at six to one. I base that on two things. One, it's the most inwardly drawn speed. Uh, Usually that horse that can get out to the rail and first, because the rail is usually such prized real estate. The horse that's to the inside has the leg up there. And then two, the horses run on the front or run much closer to quicker paces. That's the other thing. You can see races where they run on the front, but you really need to start digging into your fractions at that point. I don't mean your seven eighths and your whatevers. I'm not talking your schoolhouse rock fractions. Come on, focus up. Focus pay attention. Snapping at you. I'm talking about how fast are they going to the opening quarter? How fast are they going to Half. When you look, when you don't really know who the speed's going to be, you might go through and you'll see the first line that says has ones all across. It's like, okay, well they led this gate to wire. I know they can do that. Go in and look at the fractions. Go ahead and say, okay, how fast they go. It might be that this is just the horse that inherited the lead. They went twenty-five and fifty and just walked on the front end. With Velocitor, I went in and I saw, okay. The horse is one going on the front, going fairly quick, could set on his fractions, but also I looked and where the horse was running behind very fast fractions or hotter fractions, the horse was much closer to the early lead. That's telling me that the horse is much more comfortable running at a high cruising speed. So I think Veloster makes the front, and I'm going to say Veloster, the six, takes him from gate pop to clock stop, all the way around with Justin Stein aboard. That wraps up all of the Saturday stakes, graded stakes races that we're covering between Keeneland and uh, Woodbine. We've got one last graded stakes race, and it's this Sunday, the Rude and Riddle Dewager at Keeneland. You know, maybe you should go check it out. Maybe if you're in the Lexington area, you should download the old Game Time app and get some last-minute great tickets for Keeneland. They got it for sporting events. Hey, maybe maybe you don't want to see Keeneland. Maybe uh, Tone Loke and Vanilla Ice are in town. You want to see them in Lexington. Well, check the Game Time app, too, because they're not just sports. They're music. They're comedy. And they've got killer last-minute deals on all sorts of tickets for entertainment. They'll even let you see what your seats look like ahead of time. And what's even more important than that, they'll let you see what it looks like sitting in those seats. You can see what your image of the stage is like the stage is like. You don't have to sit behind a steel girder because you bought some deeply discounted tickets at last minute like a Rube. No, the Game Time app helps you find tickets. Faster. So, snag your tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, and redeem code CFBX for twenty off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, and we're of course brought to you by the Good Nerds of Hall of Fame Bets, where you can win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season. With Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines, research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay ID into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app to, or visit HOF. That's Hotel Ontario Foxtrot. Bets.com and use code SGPN. That's uh, Sierra Golf Papa November. To get 50% off your first month today, start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. When I talk about my friends, it gets me parched. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a rehydration interlude. Yo, I just bought a dinosaur like Nicolas Cage. Uh, hey, what happened? Hey, what's going on? All right. Just one race left that we're talking about, and it's going to be at Keeneland this Sunday, race seven. Post time 412 Eastern, 312 God's time, 112 specific time zone. It is the grade three rude and riddle do wager stakes $300,000 going a mile and a half on the turf. I don't know what rude and riddle is, but I do know that I've been fighting the urge to say rude and riddle did he dumb did he do uh, pretty much this entire episode. I wrote it on the paper later in the episode so that when I hit it, like I could finally just have that sort of cathartic. like, oh, rude and riddle did he dumb did do? Oh, God. Oh, oh, felt good to get out. I love a really fair price in this race, and I want to attack this race with a trifecta uh, as well. In addition to that fair price, kind of like the the race where we had the sprinkle on the long shot uh, to win. Uh, I I like another bomb, which also sprinkle this to win, but I want to put it in a trifecta because if I structure this right, I can get a huge trifecta for not a whole lot of money wagered. Very low investment, very high return kind of play if you hit it. Let's start with the win bet. The win bet's going to be the eight lovely princess at eight to one. A lovely princess has been coming up just short at the mile and the eighth around those distances. And the one time they stretched her out to a mile and a half, she had the lead in the stretch and got nipped late. I think she appreciates this distance and getting, you know, despite getting nailed in the stretch. They shouldn't be going overwhelmingly fast, but this one has some chops as a, a close to the pace, stalking, pressing. If you look at the the races that were shorter, the horse just kept, keeps coming up second, and it, it really just looks like the horse just wanted a little bit more. There's only so many mile and a half races out there. So I think this is a good spot. It's a good spot to win, bet the eight lovely princess and eight to one. Now let's talk about the trifecta, how we're going to play it. For the trifecta, there's another horse that I'm using that's making its second turf start after a, a long dirt career. And it's the two, Viva La Red. At 30-1 to one for Patrick Cone with Vincent Chaminade up. Viva La Red loved the move and finished a strong second uh, in the attempt at a mile and a half at Churchill Downs last out against not as tough, admittedly. But the figure was... Big time competitive for what says the second uh, career turf race. I think it's only had one because the other one looks like it was washed off. Distance, um, I mean, in the exact and the only attempt, first ever back to back turf starts. So if this one pops on that second on turf angle or second consecutive on turf angle, it could be a, a huge payout. And I think it's horses that, like I said, you know, sprinkle sprinkle a buck on it, or whatever your equivalent to a buck is, if you're a one percenter out there. And use it on top with the eight Lovely Princess and a trifecta. Now, the way that we're going to structure that, it's going to be what they call a part wheel. And first, we're going to use two horses, Lovely Princess, eight, and the two. Viva Red. Then, in second, I'm going to wheel in the favorite Vergara, uh, which a lot of you might not know. That's uh, it's probably that it's named for Sophia Vergara, who has huge boobs. So there's that. I think Vergara might be the strongest horse in this race, but I also think that Vergara might be a little bit up against it. The horse has never won at this distance. In fact. It finished a dis- disappointing fifth after trying to go out and run this thing on the lead in the Glens Falls. Now, granted, we were running against horses like uh, Warlight Goddess in that one, uh, but I do think that Vergara, uh, even though I don't think that this really necessarily sets up well for her, I think that she could easily finish in second. And if she doesn't, I'm covered there, uh, but I just have to get either or Red or nom de plume in first and second. I have to, if Vergara doesn't finish second, essentially I have to hit the Viva La Red, uh, and, uh, lovely princess exacta, uh, just to stay alive there. And then in third, what I'm going to do, uh, is I'm going to throw in every horse I think has a chance to get a piece. And so I end up using six total horses in third. And the ticket looks like this: two eight with two three eight with two three five six eight. And if you're not used to listening to horde spats with, when I say with, that means moving to the next. That's if you're like talking to the person who's putting your bet. That means moving on to the next place if you're betting these multi place single race wagers like an exactor or a trifecta. So two eight with meaning in second place, two three eight with meaning in third place, two three five six eight, nine, just in case it was a little too inside baseball for you. I broke it down. This is a great, I love these structures because you can do things like add six horses into your trifecta ticket. And guess what? It's 80 cents at the 50 cent base. A four horse trifecta box is 12 bucks. And I'm still pressing my opinion with my two overlays, the two and eight. That's why I like this. Structure. We'll have to do an entire show on uh, vertical bet structures. That's going to do it for us here. We talked about Keeneland Saturday. We talked about the Perryville, the Raven run. Let's go ahead. Let's wrap up those bets. The Perryville, we were a win bet on the two confidence game. The Raven run, we were a win bet on the four Vava, three to one. And then we also had a little bonus long shot sprinkle, the three nom de plume, 20 to one. At Woodbine for the Ontario Derby race nine. We are a win bet on the six Velocitor six to one. Keeneland Sunday. The rude and riddle. Diddy dumb diddy do. We had a win bet on the eight. Lovely princess. We're also going to do a little baby sprinkle on the two Viva La Red. And then we've got a trifecta cooked up. Two eight with two three eight with two three five six eight nine. So that, now that I've recapped, that's gonna do it. Uh yeah, we rolled solo this week. Uh, we had six days, uh, six straight episodes of just fantastic, uh, you know, guests. And then I decided to to cut it back. Just go go me this week, especially since we had a short week. Uh, but don't you worry, uh, not this coming week, but the following week. We I think I'm going to be doing five episodes for the Breeders Cup. Uh, let's see. I I've got my my man's Malcolm Bamford uh, over in Newcastle, England, who's a friend of the the network. He's probably going to be joining us to talk about Euro shippers. Uh, that you need to probably be aware of for uh, Breeders' Cup weekend. Uh, Jessica Tugwell uh, should be joining me. She, we're gonna have to be talking about uh, two-year-olds to watch. We're gonna be running on Rising Stars Friday, two-year-old the the two-year-old star showcase Breeders' Cup races. Talk about ones that you know you might want to consider in your like Kentucky Derby, Derby favorites, things like that. Your Kentucky Derby pools. Other guests TBD. Oh yeah, Barry Spears, Barry's all around. So that's not next week, but that's coming up. We'll have some guests back next week. We'll talk about some races. It's just kind of a little lazy period, so a lot to ramble about. Somehow I still managed to do it for about 30-ish minutes. That's going to do it for us. We will catch you next time with more Notorious O.T.V. Brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We'll see you next time.